a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. The president of Finland and the Swedish prime minister joined President Biden at the White House today before the president hopped on Air Force One heading over to South Korea and Japan. Uh, The case at the White House today was for these two nations uh, as they begin their process of applying to join NATO. Uh, What was the message? What are the roadblocks ahead? What does it mean in the context of Ukraine and Russian aggression? Uh, We're going to break all of that down. And I actually wanted to start, uh, one, I thought it was significant that you had both the president of Finland and the Swedish prime minister uh, together. I think it was important to have all of them with President Biden today. And I will say, I thought President Biden's remarks today were very strong uh, and very on point. Uh, this was a great message from President Biden. Uh, he started, again, as in this very strong speech, saying that Sweden and, F- and Finland meet all the requirements to join NATO and would make the alliance stronger. Sweden and Finland have strong democratic institutions, strong militaries, and strong and transparent economies, and a strong moral sense of what is right. They meet every NATO requirement, and then some. And having two new NATO members in the high north will enhance the security of our alliance and deepen our security cooperation across the board. That was really significant from the president and laying it out. Strong democratic institutions, strong military, strong, transparent economies. I thought that was an interesting clarifier from the president, uh, that transparency in those economies matter and a strong moral sense of what is right. Uh, that, That does make them uniquely qualified to be members of this defensive alliance. The president went back to that a number of times, uh, that this was a defensive, not an offensive uh, alliance. President Biden said that a critical component of NATO is that anyone, anyone can choose to join the alliance. NATO is an alliance of choice, not coercion. This is a victory for democracy in action. Finland and Sweden are seeking to join NATO because their citizens demanded it and their elected leaders heard them. That's how it works when leaders derive their power from the consent of the government from the consent of the governed. And that's why NATO's open door has always been so important. It allows nations to choose for themselves to ask to be part of a group of nations that value freedom, democracy, and human dignity above all else. Victory for democracy in action. Uh, again, this is not about coercion. Uh, this Anyone can apply. Anyone can choose to say, hey, I want to be part of that. Uh, And as long as those values are the values of freedom and democracy and human dignity, uh, that is what it's all about. Uh, Finland obviously has an 800-mile border with Russia, and that clearly has played a role in their decision to go from being a neutral country to uh, to applying for membership formally to be part of NATO. And Finland's 
president was there today and said that Russia's war literally changed everything for their government and for their people. Russia's war in Ukraine has changed Europe and uh, our security environment. Finland takes the step of NATO membership in order to strengthen not only its own security, but also in order to strengthen wider transatlantic security. Finland's president also praised the the Finns for their willingness to fight for their country, uh, and not just their country alone, but to be able to contribute to global security. The Finns' willingness to defend their country is one of the highest in the whole world. We are ready to contribute to the security of the whole alliance, making the commitment to mutual security guarantees, that being a NATO ally entails. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. The Swedish Prime Minister, uh, Magdalena Andersson, Uh, was also on hand for the ceremonies today and pointed out the deep bonds between Sweden and the United States of America. Swedes first set foot in your home state of Delaware in 1638. (laughs) And we were one of the first countries uh, to recognize the United States as an independent nation in 1783. And since then, our countries have developed a deep and long-standing friendship through family ties, trade, and mutual interest in, interests. And I personally is very much one part of this. But most of all, our shared values and beliefs in democracy and freedom, values and beliefs that are now being put to the test. The Swedish prime minister went on to say that Sweden was choosing a new path after hundreds of years of neutrality. After 200 years of military non-alignment, Sweden has chosen a new path. Yesterday, Sweden and Finland submitted our formal requests to join NATO. And Russia's full-scale aggression against a sovereign and democratic neighbor. That was a watershed moment for Sweden. So clearly both Sweden and Finland have been uh, impacted greatly by Vladimir Putin and what he has done in invading a sovereign nation of Ukraine. And that has caused everything to change. And it's interesting. uh, It was a a point for all three today for President Biden and for the the president of Finland and the prime minister of Sweden uh, that they all took note of 
this idea of freedom and sovereignty and self-determination for the future. And that is why this alliance was so important to each of them. President Biden uh, issued a full-throated endorsement of the applications which have been made for both of those countries to join NATO. There's a little bit of uh, uh, haggling to be done with Turkey, uh, who has expressed some resistance uh, and desire that this doesn't happen. Uh, but I think all of those things are going to be moved through fairly swiftly. Uh, but I want to close out with uh, Prime Minister Anderson again from Sweden, uh, talking about uh, dark times and why such an alliance, why such a friendship still matters in our world today. And today, the situation in Ukraine reminds us of the darkest days of European history. And I must say, that during dark times, it is great to be among close friends. Uh, I love that uh, closing sentiment uh, from the Prime Minister of Sweden that uh, during those dark times, uh, being with friends matters and is so important. Uh, And that applies, by the way, not just to, to countries and international security. It is the same message for all of us right here at home. And particularly this month, as we focus quite a bit on mental health, uh, there are dark times. And there's nothing better or more important during dark times uh, than to be with friends and recognizing that there are friends all around. Uh, We just have to reach out. We've got to reach out to one another. We've got to link arms. Uh, There's so much that can be done. Uh, So all in all, I thought this was a significant day, a very great speech by President Biden today. Uh, as he welcomed uh, the leaders from Sweden and Finland. And uh, that process has begun. The applications have been filed there at NATO. and We'll continue to see how that plays out. We'll also continue to watch how Vladimir Putin reacts to that. Uh, He started with some saber rattling, uh, saying he was going to ratchet things up a little bit. He then kind of shrugged it off as if it was no big deal. Uh, And now that will be the, the real test. And what will what will happen next? Again, uh, Finland has an 800-mile border uh, with Russia, and that will be an interesting thing to watch as this plays out. And the most important thing we often talk about NATO in Article 5. Article 5 says that an attack on one NATO ally is an attack on all. The last time that was invoked, and President Biden pointed this out today, was on 9-11. Uh, when the NATO nations all stepped forward and said that that attack on the United States was an attack on all NATO allies. Uh, I think that's going to be put to the test in Europe in the days and months ahead. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. When we come back, Congressman Chris Stewart will join us talking about the launch of the new suicide prevention hotline number this summer. Important. Again, we're here looking for our friends in the dark times. Stay with us. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. 
Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.